Hey friend, enjoying the freedom of your time this summer? This is the season where we often shed the stuffy schedules and opt for a go with the flow mentality, which may make us feel more free, but in reality, often takes us further from what we wanted the freedom to enjoy in the first place. How do I know? Cause I've done it both ways. So before any more summertime passes, hear me out and see if perhaps setting some healthy boundaries around your time actually gives you more freedom to enjoy what God has for you in this season too. Grab something cold and let's chill for a few minutes together. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what He's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? I gotta admit, the idea of freedom has been on my heart and mind a lot lately. Probably because we're now two weeks into the Declaration of Digital Independence Challenge inside the community. And we're already experiencing true freedom from our phones. Most of us had no idea how much time we were giving to our devices because honestly, we are blinded to it. If you didn't know, studies show on average, it's about four hours a day, which works out to 28 hours in just one week. So doing the math, after two weeks, we're up to redeeming over two full days of our life. Crazy, huh? Now, even if you don't think you spend that much time on your phone, well, you may be surprised. How would it feel to get back even an hour a day? What about those four hours a day? Amazing? Yes. And without your device constantly demanding your attention, how would it feel to be more present this summer? Even more amazing? Thought so. Come join us inside the Redeem Her Time community to make your declaration of digital independence so you can start experiencing true freedom too. And stop missing out on who and what matters that's right in front of you because you're not distracted by your phone this summer. You can find us at redeemhertime.com forward slash community or just click the link in the show notes. Speaking of summer, just the other day, I was thinking back to when I was a mom with young kids. Those long summer days seem to never end, but somehow the months flew by way too fast. And without the restrictive routines of the school year, we had time freedom, or so we thought. <laughs> but in reality, by the time we rolled out of bed, ate some breakfast, got distracted by something, 
For me, that was an unfinished task from the day before. For them, probably a toy or a show. And then we finally got around to thinking about what we wanted to do that day. It was time for lunch, followed by naps if they were still little. Then maybe we had an hour or two to do something before it was time to start making dinner, cleaning up, and getting them ready for bed. Day after day, week after week, month after month, the summer was always over way too fast. And before we knew it, we were back in the school supply aisle checking off our list. Where did the time go? I wish I would have known then what I know now. That time is a vacuum. It always sucks up what's around it. And you can't get it back. Especially in summer, I was often left feeling like I didn't have time to get around to what really mattered. Can you relate? (laughs) Maybe it's spending time with the Lord, making memories with your loved ones, building a business, taking a class, serving in the community. Most days, after all the have-tos are done, it feels like there's hardly enough time for those things, doesn't it? But boundaries around your time is what brings time freedom so you can spend it how you choose. And so you don't have to learn the hard way like I did by wasting more time. So today I'm going to show you five steps to setting healthy boundaries around your time this summer to give you more freedom. What? Lissa, did you say boundaries? Boundaries bring freedom? I know it sounds counterintuitive. So let me explain. Here's the definition of freedom, having the power to act, speak or think as one wants without hindrance. Now, I know my kids would have argued back in the day that not having boundaries on their time was true freedom. And you may think so too, but in reality, all those distractions are actually hindrances, keeping you from not only doing what you want, but more importantly, from what you are called to in your with God life. When there are constant demands and distractions on your time, and you leave your time open to whatever comes, what you want to grow and flourish, what actually matters, won't have a chance because it gets overrun by all those less important things. So instead of pushing against boundaries, let's embrace them instead. Now, what's a boundary? Well, a boundary is a line that marks the limits of an area, a limit of a subject or a sphere of activity. And here's my definition. A boundary is something that intentionally keeps what matters safe inside and what can harm it or deter it away. That's why I often refer to myself as a priorities protector. We're putting up boundaries around what matters because if you don't protect your priorities, you leave them open to predators. Here's an example I'm seeing played out right now at the figgy farm. A few years ago, my husband cleared out space for a garden a very large garden, mind you, that could feed the entire small town we live nearby. Anyway, he put large poles in the ground around the entire perimeter, but never got around to building the rest of the fence. And do you know what happened? The weeds grew up and now cover the entire area so nothing else can grow, and the deer easily walk in and help themselves to the fruit trees anytime they want. So much for a fruitful garden. Whether it's a garden fence that keeps the deer from nibbling your veggies away or a time schedule that keeps all the things from distracting your time away, boundaries are a good thing. They communicate with yourself, others, and those potential hindrances, AKA distractions 
that something matters to you and that not only are you protecting it, you are intentionally giving it the time and space it needs to grow and flourish. That's why setting some healthy boundaries around your time this summer will actually give you more freedom because what matters will have the time and attention it needs to flourish. And that's also why Paul warns us in Ephesians 5, 15 through 16, to look carefully how we live, not as unwise, but as wise, because the days are filled with evil, those hindrances to building a with God life that matters. And that's also why in Psalm 90, verse 12, the psalmist asked God to teach us to number our days right so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Or in another version, teach us to use all of our days wisely. Amen. <laughs> because without wise boundaries on our time, it gets wasted on the opposite. What's foolish? So what's a girl to do if she wants to start setting healthy boundaries around her time? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Let me give you the five simple steps that can be used to create what I like to call a light structure for seasons like summer when you want more flexibility to flow, or you can use them to make a more tight structure for seasons like fall when you need more rigidity to focus. Are you ready to jot these down? Number one, identify what you want to grow. Any good gardener starts with first deciding what plants he wants to grow and enjoy. And the same is true in your with God life. What do you want to grow and flourish? Is it time with God and his word, prayer and journaling, hanging with your hubby, your kids, your family and friends, growing your business or your skills at work, saving your money or investing it well, moving your body or preparing healthy foods, trying new hobbies or taking a trip, organizing that space or inviting others over. The first step is to identify what matters in this season of your life in one or more of the areas of attention. Just like the gardener would put the names of the seeds he desires on his shopping list, write down the one, two, or three things that you want to get your attention this summer on paper. Number two, calculate the space it needs to flourish. Once that gardener knows what he wants to grow, he next calculates the space each plant needs to get the right amount of sunlight and not get crowded out by what's nearby. We too need to determine how much time those areas of attention need in this season to get what they need to flourish and grow. Is it a few minutes a day, an hour or two in the morning, an afternoon, an entire day, a weekend or more? How much time it requires will determine the spacing of how often it will get the right amount of attention to not get crowded out by distractions. Is it daily, weekly, monthly? A gardener will plan out his garden plot on paper first to make sure it fits and see how many plants the space will hold, or at least that's what I did instead of just throwing down the seeds. So take a few minutes to get specific about how much time that thing needs and how often you want to give it attention in order to see growth. Number three, plant it where it can take root. With seeds in hand and a knowledge of what space they need, now, that wise gardener will plant what he wants to grow in the marked out space in the dirt where it will get sunlight, water, and air so it can put down roots. Where in your day or week or month will your area of attention get planted in your life? Where will it get what it needs instead of getting overshadowed by other demands or distractions? 
Here's the thing. If you don't plant the seeds in a specific place in the ground, they'll never grow. The same is true with what really matters. If you don't plant it in a specific place in your day, week, or month, it won't get the time it needs to flourish because, well, it can't put down roots. So is that thing going to happen daily at 7 a.m.? On Wednesdays from 10 to 12? All day on Saturday? The more specific you are, the more rooted that area of attention will be and the more growth you will see. Number four, communicate your boundaries. That really wise gardener with seeds planted intentionally in the ground will now build a fence without gaps to keep out what could get inside and hinder its growth. Now, although he may not speak the same language as the deer who live in his woods, they clearly understand that there's something different about that space and that he's protecting it and making it more difficult to enter. So once your area of attention has a space to put down roots in your day, week, or month, how will you communicate your boundaries to yourself and to others? Maybe it's a door getting closed, a ringer turned off, a desk cleared away, or maybe it's a conversation with someone nearby that you will be focused on something specific for a certain period of time. That's a good time to ask what they might need before the gate closes and then let them know when you will open it and be available again. I promise they will thank you for letting them know ahead of time instead of getting the brunt of your frustration that they interrupted you once again. And number five, protect your boundaries. That really wise gardener will now keep a vigilant eye on what matters inside, making sure it gets what it needs to grow and attending to its needs when it doesn't. He also will regularly inspect the fence to shore up any breaches. Undoubtedly, something will find its way in one way or another, so that's when he can take the appropriate action to eradicate it and reinforce the boundary. So how do you protect your boundaries around what you want to grow? First, know what you're protecting it from, both internal and external distractions. You need to be on the lookout, not only for hindrances on the outside, like distractions, expectations, and interruptions, but more importantly, the ones from the inside, like guilt, fear, laziness, selfishness, comparison, self-sabotage, and lack of focus. We do a deep dive into both internal and external distractions inside the Redeemer Time Coaching Program if you really want to protect your priority from what matters. Now, your garden will flourish and you'll be able to enjoy the beauty or the harvest. In much the same way, your priority in that area of attention will flourish and you will experience and enjoy the growth. And you didn't waste a bunch of time and energy on what didn't matter. So let me quick review for all you gardeners or intentional women out there who are living in a demanding and distracting world. Identify what you want to grow, calculate the space it needs, plant it where it can take root, communicate your boundaries and protect your boundaries. And like I said, following this process doesn't have to stifle your summer fun. Rather, it can and will allow what you want to grow to flourish and still leave room for other things. Back in the day, when I gave those important tasks or projects dedicated time and attention, not only did they actually happen, but it also opened up the rest of the day for us to go out and enjoy whatever God put in front of us. Speaking of which, 
I set a time boundary on this podcast so I can go enjoy paddleboarding on the Figgy Pond with my son who's home for a short visit. So I'm off. But before we go, here's today's community question. What's one specific thing, whether it's a habit, a relationship, a goal, a project that you want to grow this summer instead of feeling like it always gets crowded out? Come join us inside the community where we're not only declaring our priorities, but we're seeing the process through and protecting it to reap a fruitful harvest. And before we go, can I pray for you too? Lord, we acknowledge we can plant seeds and water them, but ultimately you are the one that brings the growth. As we seek to live our with God life, we desire to give what you've shown us matters most in this season, our best time and attention not all the things in the world around us that don't really matter. May we do our part of planting, watering, and protecting, and give you the glory for the abundant harvest that you will bring. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Speaking of healthy boundaries around your time this summer, a perfect way to take action on what we talked about today is to come join the Declaration of Digital Independence Challenge to put some boundaries around your phone time and so you can be more present with who and what matters most in this season. Okay, friends, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we're going to talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.